podcast over here. So we're rolling. It's Big John on Americana, the American way. And uh, I guess the new American way is uh, when you can't sleep at night, make a podcast. Because <laughs> um, that's what I'm doing. And little Johnny Cash personal Jesus version going there. There's a lot going on. Find me on Rumble at Americana the American Way. Of course, all the podcast platforms you can think of. It's Americana the American Way. And on Gab, Gab, Getter, which I finally learned how to spell Getter. It's G-E-T-T-R dot com. I was leaving out the E. Uh, and Twitter, my handle on all of those is at the real underscore Big John. On Parlor, it is at the real Big John, all one word. Just uh, more and more disturbing things coming out about CNN. Uh, we, we've known for years they're not legit news. And I think there needs to be a clear distinction in what is opinion and editorial versus what is news. Uh, you know, I just want to see... Joe Rogan was ranting about this, but I agree. I just want to hear the facts about the news. But there's a larger problem there. Aside from their lies and their exaggerations, there's a, a deep, dark sacred at the Clinton News Network, or now the kids are calling it the Communist News Network. So we'll get into that. And then here, uh, my favorite sport slash entertainment world wrestling entertainment all kind of uh, weird wild wacky stuff going on over there um, and it's it's interesting so we'll get into all that after I light my cigar I can find where I put my 75 remote controls I'll turn the music back up for you or maybe not maybe I'll just <laughs> like it or lump it um, I'm going to light my cigar get this on alright here comes a really good song too I hope you can hear Carrie Underwood and Vince Gill singing uh, How Great Thou Art You know, in this uh, pandemical world, this uh, supply chain shortage, whatever you want to call it, the weirdest things are in short supply. I've been asking every cigar store I stop in if they have wooden matches. I always ask for that. And the other day I was in uh, 
Canton at Ohio at a very high-end cigar store, and the best the owner could give me was this cheap lighter. I don't even know what. It says N-0. This is the best he could give me. I went to my usual cigar store, and they did have wooden matches, uh, but they make they haven't made themselves. Well, these ones came from J.C. Newman Cigars, so they didn't have these made themselves. But anyways, yes, wooden matches are in short supply, but uh, cheap lighters are not. So anyhow, uh, so. We had Chris Cuomo fired from CNN. Uh, initially, it was because he tried to use his connections at CNN to dig up dirt on the alleged victims of his brother Andrew's gropiness. Uh, I say alleged because Everyone in America gets their day in court. But then we find out there's a CNN producer, a behind the scenes person, who was grooming young children to become sex slaves. Uh, or, you know, be sex trafficked, be, to have sex with grown-ups. And we've got this disgusting movement to normalize pedophilia. Not saying CNN as a whole uh, is into that movement, but I, I have a feeling they, they will be soon. Um, so we had a producer of theirs fired over that. Then, tonight, uh, a Project Veritas special comes up on my YouTube, and it will probably be taken down, so you probably need to go to projectveritas.com or .org to see it, but there's this woman who went to the, the police in uh, wherever she lives, and she is a former sex slave herself. And uh, this producer, from, who now works at CNN, hopefully formerly a CNN employee, um, approached her about uh, sexual feelings he was having towards his fiance's 13-year-old daughter. And then, uh, you know, it went into... Um, well, I want you, me, and the daughter to have intercourse. Uh, tell me how you feel when you see these pictures I send you of my fiance's daughter. Tell me how it makes you feel down below. Uh, things like that. Disgusting. And he's like sending this woman who was a former child sex slave herself, who's now a counselor and um, someone that goes after... Uh, child sex rings. Uh, this guy thought, I guess, since he had a relationship with her in the past, in her past life, 
as a child sex slave that he could express his fantasies about this 13, she might be 15 now, year old girl, the daughter of his fiance. And Veritas, uh, James O'Keefe did a really good interview. Uh, He took the evidence that was presented to him by this woman to the authorities and they're investigating it now. No crime has been committed yet. That's one problem. Uh, Being a creepy bastard is not against the law, unfortunately, or maybe, I don't know. Um, But I know being creepy is not against the law. This guy has not yet had sex with his fiance's daughter, has not made advances on her that we know of. He's just taken, um, I guess you'd call them creeper photos of her, or you could say voyeurism, maybe, pictures of this young girl, and is trying to talk to other women, at least one other woman, about his sexual feelings towards her and how someday he's going to have sex with her. While she's underage, whenever he gets the chance. So I don't know if planning a sex crime is illegal. It certainly should be if the evidence is there. And uh, Veritas showed on their YouTube uh, tonight the text messages from uh, this producer at CNN to... Uh, this advocate for uh, against, pardon me, advocate against sex trafficking and counselor lady. Uh, but it's like, man, what is going on at CNN? We know that they're liars. We know that they're fake news. They spend like hours talking about Fox News. Like they actually have reports about their competition. And nobody watches CNN anymore because they've been caught in so much BS, so many lies. What they tried to do to Joe Rogan when he he put out a video saying, hey man, I've been diagnosed with COVID, my doctors prescribed me this, this, and this, and uh, that I took it, and a day later I felt great. Um, and you know, Brian Steltzer, who's a, a piece of trash, uh, you know, talked about well, one of these is a horse tranquilizer or horse dewormer. It, no, it's not. It's used for that. But it was made for humans because there's a a little worm in uh, Africa that gets into people's eyes and it's called river blindness. And that's what this ivermectin was invented to treat. And it's been used on billions of people. There's also a different grade or formula that's used on horses to when they have digestive worms. 
But that's all CNN talked about. And they, they lied. They got caught lying. They said people were going out and ingesting horse dewormer from tractor supply. And that hospitals were overflowing with people overdosed on horse dewormer. Well, people called these hospitals in Oklahoma where CNN said people were overdosing on horse dewormer. And the hospital said, well, no, we've had no cases of that come in. And Sanjay Gupta was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And Gupta tried to say, well, you know, uh, CNN ran with that story because there were people ingesting the horse tranquilizer, or horse dewormer. I keep calling it tranquilizer. That's another drug that's out on the street. Uh, people were ingesting the horse dewormer. I uh, think that was going to prevent them from getting COVID. Most people right now in America are no longer afraid of the COVID. All right. That leads me to another lie that the media and CNN are pushing. There was a big scare about the Omicron variant of COVID. COVID-19 is over. Okay? More people actually died of COVID-19 in 2021 under Joe Biden's watch and with the vaccines than died in 2020 under Trump's watch with no vaccines. Now, of course, we had lockdowns and different mandates and things uh, in 2020 that were supposed to help curb the spread. But right now, Dr. Fauci, even though there, as far as we know right now, there have been no reported deaths of the Omicron virus or variation. The hospitalization numbers are not uh, immense. They're not overwhelming. They never were. And we've still got Fauci going, you got to tell people uh, at your Christmas party when your family comes over, don't, you know, uh, shit, don't come over to my house unless you're vaccinated. But you can still catch the disease and still spread the disease if you're vaccinated. If you're exposed to the alpha variant. These other variants of COVID-19, the Delta was weaker than the original strain. There were a couple of variants that were so much weaker, they didn't even talk about them because they wanted you to be afraid. Now the Omicron, Omicron virus, Omicron, whatever, you know what I'm saying. It's so weak, there, you're, you get like a cold. You're sick for a day and then you're fine. So other, some other countries with sense, like Ireland, Sweden, Singapore, uh, the nation, the city-state of Singapore, they are all going away from a zero COVID goal 
to a live with COVID uh, goal. They're taking away their mandates, their lockdowns, but yet you have these other countries that Australia, Austria, those are two different places, Germany, uh, New York, the state of New York in the United States, and the state of California that are trying to go full-on communist, Gestapo, locking people down. If you're not vaccinated, if you don't have your vaccine passport, they're roughing you up, they're throwing you into a paddy wagon and hauling you off to an internment camp until you test negative for COVID for over whatever, time, uh, whatever number of days the government says you have to be COVID-free in those countries and states. California, the largest school, one of the largest school districts in America, they have taken away their vaccine mandate. The governor of California wants a mandate that all kids five and over get vaccinated. And also, uh, he wants kids kept out of schools. Well, parents in this school district linked, locked arms, not literally, but they stood up and said, no, we're not doing this. We're making the decisions for our kids, not the government, not the school district. And so the school district reversed its policy, got rid of its vaccine mandate policy. Uh, here where I live, when the Delta variant was all hell was going to break loose and we were all going to die, run for cover. A lot of school districts started mandating masks. Parents just didn't send their kids to school with a mask. And the, the schools had to let them in. You know? So... You know, parents have to parent. This is what swung the election in Virginia a few months ago. Parents, while they were homeschooling their kids last year during the lockdown, saw what kids were being taught. And moms united and said, bullshit. Evidently, Trump and his mean tweets weren't so bad. We're going to vote for the Republicans that want to give our kids freedom. And wanted us to have the freedom to be parents. And the people in New York, and I'm proud of the parents in that school district in California, they have to stand up to the government and say, hey, it's over. We've got freaking immune systems. And there is, no, there is no pandemic of the unvaccinated. When you get to people 50 years and older... The number of people vaccinated is like over eight, or vaccinated is like over 80%. And that's the, the danger zone. That's the most vulnerable group are those 50 years older and up. People like in their 80s, it's like 90% vaccinated. And yet Do Dr. Falsi and, Do and Joe Biden are on TV sputtering out these sentence fragments and Stumbling over their word, we still we we still got to get the vaccine out there. This is my Joe Biden. It sounds a little bit like Rocky when he's punch drunk. 
you got your freedom, but you know, what about patriotism um, uh, That's what it sounded like. Joe, Joe Biden, you guys didn't know this. He, he was a voice actor at one time. He, pl- he played Charlie Brown's teacher in the Charlie Brown uh, TV specials. Remember when Charlie Brown's teacher would come on and all you would hear is wah, 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 That's, that was Joe Biden. Little known fact. See, you learned something today. So, it's done. If you have a family Christmas gathering, holiday gathering, New Year's gathering, and you ask your family members to bring a vaccine passport or a, a vaccination card. I have mine laying here. I'm not going back for my booster shot that I scheduled. I have to call and cancel it. Uh, but if you ask for ask your family to bring a vaccine passport to Christmas dinner, I am coming to your house and pooping in your driveway. Okay? Alright, moving on. Let's talk about something fun. It's about wrestling. Good old professional wrestling. Uh, this week marked the death of uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling. And it was a, at one time, very well run, very well put together. Uh, independent promotion. What that means is it's not a corporate wrestling company. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, they sold uh, a lot of their. They sold themselves out to Sinclair Broadcasting, and Sinclair uh, last year during the COVID, they couldn't do any. Uh, wrestling shows they couldn't have people in attendance uh, they really didn't care about Ring of Honor um, and Ring of Honor was a place where young wrestlers could go to learn uh, to be taught the tricks of the trade by more experienced wrestlers uh, friends and I would drive five, six hours to watch Ring of Honor wrestling and it was just a fun wrestling experience. Uh, the venues that they wrestled in were small enough that you could interact with the wrestlers. In fact, maybe my second or third Ring of Honor show in Pittsburgh, Samoa Joe almost came out of the ring after my buddies because we were harassing the wrestlers so much. Uh, we were... They were starting to tell one another in the back, look, there's these three jerks in the front row uh, that are going to yell. And we were, we, we were riding the referees. We were just having a ball. And uh, so Samoa Joe comes out, and a guy behind us yelled Rikishi at him. Rikishi is a wrestler who's a big Samoan, and that was his whole stick. He was a big old Samoan. And he'd stick his butt in your face. Well, Samoa Joe was a thick, phenomenal athletic, but not your typical... 
he didn't have muscle definition. He looked kind of... I wouldn't say out of shape, but he didn't look athletic either. Uh, he looked better than me, which doesn't take much. But anyways, Joe came out. Somebody behind us yelled, Rikishi! He looked at us and started to come out of the ring. And we're like, hey, it wasn't us. It was that guy back there. And then he got back in the ring. Uh, but Ring of Honor, uh, it changed. It was no longer a, a learning territory. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky, the original matchmaker, booker, who created some of the best uh, feuds and storylines in wrestling in the last 20 years has left had left a few years ago started his own promotion I think it's MCW uh, and MCW is very strong it's got a great fan base uh, I wish I lived closer to their territory so I could go see them um, but they uh, the ring of honor has, has died they had their last pay-per-view uh, over the weekend and they say they're shutting down to regroup but all of the wrestlers have been let out of their contracts and a lot of the Ring of Honor originals like Daniel Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan whatever you want to call him uh and CM Punk that made Ring of Honor great uh, have kind of put out tributes you know CM Punk said you know let's not think about Ring of Honor's future let's remember it for what it was the the lightning in a bottle it was 15 years ago or 20 years ago uh, ROH started about 2000 or 2002 so they had almost a good 20-year run. Uh, it, they peaked uh, two or three years ago, right before COVID hit. They did a joint show with New Japan Pro Wrestling at Madison Square Garden, which the McMahons and the WWE tried to get Madison Square Garden to cancel the show on them. And this is where Sinclair Broadcasting was an asset to Ring of Honor. Uh, they said, no, uh-uh. Sinclair Broadcasting is bigger than WWE. They have bigger attorneys. They have more uh, influence. They said, no, we booked this building. We rented this building for this date. And a lot of young, talented independent wrestlers got to live their dream of having a match at Madison Square Garden uh, Not the, it's not really the same Madison Square Garden that uh, Bruno San Martino sold out like 180 times but it's a new building but the same atmosphere and the same feeling towards or from wrestling fanatics uh, one thing that WWE is doing now, uh, they're changing gears a little bit. They want more homegrown talent. 
And a lot of the fans are upset at this. Uh, people are fans of wrestling in general because the pinnacle has always been WWE. Now, I think All Elite Wrestling is going to be, uh, is already a close second and is going to be tied with WWE for the Big Daddy kind of title. But we always want to see our favorite small town independent wrestlers come up through the ranks and make it to WWE. Uh, WWE, however, John Laurinaitis, who never drew a dime, he was Johnny Ace. As a, that was his wrestling name. His whole career was he was Road Warrior Animal's brother. So he got a lot of breaks in wrestling because of that. Uh, Vince McMahon hired him to be talent relations. And then um, after they fired Mark Carano, who was a good talent relations uh, executive, um, got fired because Mickey James had some belongings that were left behind when she got released from WWE. And they sent her belongings to her uh, in a black trash bag inside a cardboard box. And she posted the pictures. And some for some reason that got Mark Carano fired. Anyways. So he brought back Johnny Ace. He brought back... Bruce Pritchard. Um, and the business side of WWE is being handled by Tony Khan. Or not Tony Khan. That's AEW. Nick Khan, who blocked me on Twitter. Uh, Nick Khan is releasing wrestlers from their contracts. Even after Vince said, yeah, I really like you. We're going to do big things with you. And is on video saying these things to people. People that the fans liked. People named Keith Lee, who was a a big, he was like the size of Dusty Rhodes, but could move like Rey Mysterio. Uh, well, anyways, WWE has gone away, is wanting to get away from uh, signing independent wrestlers that have worked their way up through the ranks, and they want to go out and recruit people that may have no wrestling experience, may not even be wrestling fans to come and learn to wrestle at the training center they have. Now, some people are pointing to the successes of John Cena. John, John Cena, one thing, WWE's ratings have been going down and down for a while. So has the attendance at wrestling shows been going down. But he is one of the names that people bring up and say, well, you know, he came up through the Ohio Valley Wrestling, uh, WWE's uh, training territory. No, he started wrestling in California at a really good independent promotion which also was the training ground of Samoa Joe. 
and several other wrestlers. Uh, they point to Randy Orton. Randy Orton is a phenomenal athlete whose dad was one of the biggest wrestlers of the 80s. And his granddad was one of the biggest wrestlers of the 60s. Um, you know, they point to Brock Lesnar. Well, okay, Brock Lesnar was a great amateur wrestler. You know, he got into wrestling uh, because after college... If all you've done your whole life is wrestled, you can either go to the Olympics or you go nowhere. So Brock Lesnar came to the WWE. There was Batista, who was a wannabe bodybuilder, but didn't make it in bodybuilding because he was six foot six. So he came to the OVW. Uh, so did Sheldon Benjamin. Okay, those three guys are three out of many that failed. All of the other top guys that have been in the top of wrestling for the last 15 or 20 years all came from independent wrestling. They came from Japan to the United States. They came through places like Ring of Honor. But now John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, who sucks, who's... I can't say enough bad things about him. And Bruce Pritchard and Nick Kahn have decided they want to go away from the Triple H formula, which was very successful. Uh, it made WWE NXT more popular with wrestling fans than WWE Raw and SmackDown. They want to get away from bringing in independent wrestlers mixed in with some homegrown talent that may or may not have had any wrestling experience and they want to go and just get people off the streets so the NCAA a few months ago passed a, a rule called the uh, name image likeness rule NIL NIL and WWE has come out with its own NIL NIL it's called Next in Line. They've signed people like Olympic gold medalist Gabe Gable Steveson. I'm not mispronouncing it. It's Gabe Gable Steveson. He's two-time NCAA champion, Olympic gold medalist, uh, great athlete, wrestling fan, wanted to be in the WWE even before this nil stuff started. They've also signed uh, Carlos Avels, a six foot six, three hundred five pound track star from Ohio State. I'm just gonna assume he's a shot putter. They're trying to recapture the lightning in a bottle. Well, it wasn't really lightning in a bottle. It took the Bella Twins a long time to really get over. But they signed the Cavender Twins. Uh, they are juniors at Fresno State and they're stars of the basketball team there. Uh, they're both 5'6", but they're great basketball players, which 5'6 is pretty tall for a female. But uh, They're trying to get people to think of the Bella Twins when they see the Cavender Twins. 
Uh, the Cavender twins took to social media when this nil from the NCAA came along. And they started making money off marketing themselves on YouTube and Instagram to uh, make a little extra money. Now they have a WWE developmental contract. Uh, another big name from the NCAA wrestling community that they signed is AJ Ferrari. Right, that's a wrestling name there. They better not change his name any at all. Uh, he's a six foot, 200 pound uh, college wrestling star at Oklahoma State. Uh, they signed a six foot Lexi Gordon from Duke University. She's a basketball player there. Uh, Aaliyah Hutchins, 5'5 track star from Wake Forest. This guy that I'm sure Vince loves, Glenn Logan, a seven foot tall, 400 pound football player. I think he's, he goes to like a small college in Oregon or Washington. Uh, he's not, you know, really well known in the NCAA because a guy that size, yeah, you think, well, he'd be a football phenom, but there are disadvantages to being that tall in football. Anyways. Uh, they signed Mason Paris, who's another college wrestling standout. Uh, he's a 6'2", 270-pound wrestler from that team up north. And they've signed several of their college football players. Um, another really well-known college athlete in the female ranks, Riley White, a 5'6", track star from Alabama. So this is what... The these I should say these people are what the WWE is counting on as they graduate from college over the next few years. Uh, these are the people that the WWE wants to be their stars for the next 20 years in wrestling. Will it happen? I don't know. I really think that The McMahon family should keep more control of the wrestling business. Um, Stephanie and Triple H and Shane should be calling the shots when Vince retires or probably dies. I don't think he'll ever retire. But, you know, giving the reins to a businessman who's not a wrestling person, is what killed WCW. Uh, furthermore, what killed WCW was they gave the reins to entertainment companies. WWE gave its network, which was awesome, to uh, NBC to put on the Peacock streaming service. And they've already taken away a lot of the old wrestling content that was available on the WWE Network. But Vince McMahon got a billion dollars for that. Maybe two billion. Can you blame him? No. But is this all hurting the wrestling business? Yeah. 
Is it hurting us as wrestling fans? Yeah. Because we just want to enjoy our wrestling, our sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it. You know? I mean, I don't know. I just watched um, Daniel, wait, Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, and Hangman Adam Page, uh, the last guy that can actually get a cowboy gimmick over. Uh, put on a technical one-hour Broadway draw on live national television. It was a great match, and it was just wrestling. It wasn't people running in left and right. They weren't pulling chairs and tables and shit out from under the ring. It was just two guys locked in a battle to see who was the baddest and who was the toughest. And that's something that's missing in WWE and we'll probably never see again. So, anyways, but that's what's going on in the, the wrestling world. So, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. And have a good night. And get some sleep. <laughs>